0: Good evening dear friends, you're welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. Tonight is a very special night because it is the Spring Festival Eve. Tonight is the eve of the Spring Festival. So um, there is a big celebration out there in China and Chinese people all over the world are celebrating the Lunar New Year starting tonight. So, um, it's a pleasure for me to bring you a new episode on this podcast, on this very special night, just like we did on December 31st. So, tonight, January 31st, 2022, we'll be having this very special episode and uh, why people are celebrating out there, and I think uh, there will be the countdown. Right now it's about 7.30 in China, 7.30 p.m. in China, and I think later on at midnight there will be a countdown, there will be fireworks, and uh, everybody will be celebrating, my Chinese friends, my uh, students, uh, my students and their parents, all of them are having very, very, very um, happy moments at home. enjoying quality family time and eating lots and lots and lots of delicious Chinese dishes. So to them all, I say, Xinyan Kuala, which means in Chinese, Happy New Year, so um, Happy New Year to you, Um, and uh, we wish you a very, very prosperous new year Uh, in Chinese culture next year the, the coming year is going to be the year of the tiger so happy new year of the tiger you will see that many decorations uh, many postcards many greetings will be accompanied by the image of a tiger so it is a symbol of the tiger. So with that said, uh, we're going to continue with our podcast and we're going to continue with our ongoing series on job interviews. Today's episode, tonight's episode is going to be episode number 180. And as you all know, this is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. Sit tight and we'll dive straight into the content of this new episode. In our last episode, we talked about a very, very interesting question, which is uh, uh, the question, the interview question that usually requires you to talk about your strengths and weaknesses so when interviewers ask you what are your strengths what are your weaknesses what exactly are you expected to say so in the last episode i tried to explain uh, what is expected of you what is considered a strength what is considered a weakness and we were talking about um, the strengths and weaknesses are relevant to the job you intend to get. Because um, a human personality has a lot of strengths and weaknesses. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses. Every single human being has lots and lots of strengths and lots and lots of weaknesses. So you cannot go on um, everything that is a strength in your character and everything that is a weakness in your character. Why? Because um, you may not even know all of them. You may not even know all of them. There are are people who have strengths, but they don't know that they have those strengths. There are people who have weaknesses, and they don't know that they have those weaknesses. So, um, and then the second thing is, you need to Talk about the strengths and weaknesses that are related to the job you intend to get. You know, you need to look at the relevance. What is the relevance of this strength? So if one of your strengths is that you're very strong and you you, you can fight, you can you're physically strong, you're well-built. But the job You're you're trying to get is is a job that has nothing to do with physical strength. It is not really important to talk about your physical strength as uh, uh, as a strength, you know. So because that's not relevant to the job. So um, I received an email from one of our listeners. I think that listener is not here, not in China. The name doesn't look like a Chinese name. So it's not one of my students, but. This listener is asking if we can give more examples of strengths and weaknesses, because I think in the last episode, I did uh, provide some few examples of strengths and weaknesses, Uh, but maybe this was not very, um, not enough, or people could not identify themselves with those examples that I gave. So, in today's episode, I intend to dwell more On strengths and weaknesses, and I'm going to just give you um, a list of more strengths and weaknesses. And last time I gave about five strengths and five weaknesses, which were mainly opposites. But since we had this request from our listener, we take uh, requests from our listeners very seriously. So I'm going to um, focus on giving you a list of more strengths and weaknesses with the hope that if you're actually preparing for an interview or if you intend to uh, attend an interview in the days ahead, with all these examples that we're going to give, you can find one or two or three that that very much describe you and are relevant. The job that you want to interview for. So, if you have a pen and a paper, that's what um, we'll be doing in this episode. We'll give you more uh, more examples of strengths and weaknesses, and we'll try to explain what each one of them means. So that you, because um, most of these strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes we just use words, we just use those English words, high-sounding words, but in concrete terms, a lot of people don't really understand what that kind of person does. You know, you can use that word, you can say, I am a creative person, but what does a creative person do? You need to be able to say something that, you know, that proves or that explains further that. You really know what you're talking about. So usually I encourage my students to uh, don't just give a list of positive words. You cannot just say something like, um, my strengths are, I'm easygoing, I'm optimistic, I'm hardworking, I am dynamic, I am you know, a team player. These are just five words and you shouldn't assume that the person you are talking to understands those five words. Um, What you should do is you should say, I am an optimistic person. I believe that every problem can be solved if carefully examined. This second sentence explains further what you really mean. By being an optimistic person. And just in case the person you're talking to, your interviewer, your interviewer does not understand the word optimistic, that second sentence makes it very clear. And in some cases, you can even give an example. That example will even explain further and prove that you are an optimistic person. For example, you can say, um, in 2019, when COVID-19, when the COVID-19 pandemic broke out, um, many people thought our company was going to close down. Because our business is a business that involves traveling to different countries, and since we were under lockdown, many people believed. Example that proves that you are an optimistic person, and that uh, that quality of being optimistic can help a business, can help the company. So you shouldn't just give a list of words. You should give a word, explain it with another sentence, and if possible, give an example uh, that has happened in your career. And in that example, we should see that. Is that strength of yours that has helped the situation? Okay, on the other hand, we have weaknesses, and that is a little bit tricky. It's a little bit tricky because, um, it is easy for us to talk about our strengths because a strength is a positive thing, a positive thing is a good thing, and people easier to talk about a good thing, right? Especially when you're talking about yourself. If you say you're a good person, it's easy to say that. It's easy to say you're an honest person. It's easy to say you're optimistic. And But when it comes to talking about your weaknesses, it's more difficult. Why? First, because you're worried that the, your weaknesses are Maybe things that are not very suitable for your position, and in that case, you are sort of shooting yourself on the foot. That English expression means you are giving the interviewer a good reason to reject you. You're shooting yourself on the foot. So uh, this makes it very difficult for people to talk about their weaknesses. People don't want to say something like, I am lazy. Imagine you saying you are lazy to your uh, future employer. Uh, You're trying to say your weakness is that you are lazy, and you're hoping that they should give you a job, a job in which you're expected to be hardworking, and you're there saying, I am lazy. Okay, so this makes it very difficult. For people to talk about their weaknesses because when you talk about your weakness it's like you're discrediting yourself. You're discrediting yourself, you're giving the interviewer a reason to reject you. For that reason, some people tend to lie. Some people tend to lie in they're not honest. They don't say what their real weaknesses are. This is what a lot of people do. Um, another thing is some people just uh, mention some kind of weaknesses that are not serious weaknesses I'm going to explain what that means instead of lying completely or instead of not talking about your weaknesses there are some kind of weaknesses that some people use because these weaknesses they sound like a weakness but Uh, When you look at them closely, it may be something that the interviewer like. Let me give you an example. Um, My weakness is that I care too much about details. My weakness is that I care too much about details. Remember in the previous episode, we talked about this expression, uh, a details-oriented person. Okay, now I'm telling you. My weakness is that I care too much about details. When you think about this, is it really a weakness? It is presented as a weakness, but there is a trick behind it. This could be a job where the boss actually likes that aspect. The boss actually likes people to pay attention to details. So you presenting this as your weakness, it's a trick. That you're playing because you're presenting a weakness that looks more like a strength to your interviewer. That's the way people do that. I remember a great example one of my students gave me. Uh, the student said, my weakness is that I am very slow because I want to make sure that I do my work perfectly. Think about that. I am very slow at work. Yeah, that begins to sound like something negative, like a weakness. I'm very, very slow at work. But then she backs it up by saying, I'm very slow at work because I want to make sure that what I'm supposed to do is done perfectly. If you were the interviewer interviewing this person, you would not really consider this as weakness you will say yeah it's a weakness but it's good for the company it's good so people play this kind of trick taking a weakness and presenting it in such a way that it doesn't really sound bad it sounds more like something good. there are several examples I've given you that of saying you are slow Um, there's one that says you pay too much attention to details there's another one that says um, I am Sometimes I tend to rush. Sometimes I tend to rush. I too fast because I, I want to make sure I respect the deadline. You know, this is something that sounds bad, but a lot of companies really, really care about deadlines. They want people who can meet. They can meet demands of customers. You know, compliance are very, very demanding. They say this must be done in one week. And if you have somebody who can finish the job in one week, you really want to hire that person. So there again, it's a weakness. It's something that sounds like a weakness, but you're trying to play a trick by presenting it as a weakness. Meanwhile, you fully know that your boss or your interviewer will be seeing it as a strength. So that's how um, people usually get over the trouble of talking about their weaknesses. If you have that trouble of talking about your weaknesses, you can learn this kind of trick. So uh, we are saying that you shouldn't go out there because you have been asked to talk about your weaknesses. You shouldn't go out there and really just discredit yourself in a way that could cost you you lose the opportunity. You can talk about your weaknesses intelligently in a way that doesn't really look too bad. Okay, with that said, um, I think you're still waiting. You have your pen and paper, and now you're waiting for the list that I promised. And here I'm going to start telling you uh, the words that you have to write down. So, here we go. If you have your pen and paper, we begin with strengths going to see if we can do 10 of them. You can write them down. Those that are difficult, I'll try to spell them. Number one, we are on strengths now. Number one, dedicated. Dedicated. D-E-D-I-C-A-T-E-D. I am a very dedicated person. That's somebody who will do what they're supposed to do. Dedicated are attached to their work. Number two, creative. I am a creative person. This is very good for positions where you're supposed to maybe design something, In design companies. This is very important. A creative person. Person who can come up with new ideas. Creative, the word creative usually goes with the word innovative. You can write that down innovative. If somebody is creative, they are obviously innovative. It means they can come up with a new way of doing things. They can come up with new ideas. Then we have number three, flexible. That's a strength. Somebody who's very flexible. You can work at night, you can work in the morning, you can work in the evening, you can work alone, you can work in a team. You can work in different environments. All of these are aspects of Flexibility. If you're flexible, you can work in many different um, conditions. And then we have number four, resourceful. A resourceful person is somebody who can come up with a lot of useful ideas that can help solve a problem. When you have a problem, you need a solution should go to a resourceful person, so that's the strength. Problem solving skills, somebody would have problem solving skills, meaning that this person has the ability to solve problems, the ability to find solutions to problems. Ability to work under pressure, the ability to work under pressure, that's number six. You have the ability to work under pressure. I think we mentioned that in our last episode. If you have the ability to work under pressure, a lot of companies would like to hire you because there is a lot of pressure in many companies. They need people who can bear that pressure, people who will not give up so soon. Number seven, time management skills. This is about somebody who is very time conscious. You know how to manage your time, that is a strength, too. Team player. Oh, a team player that's a good one. If you're a team player, it's a strength. You can work with a group of people. Fast learner. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. If you're a fast learner, That's also a good thing because in every company you go to you will be learning new things. So you should be a fast learner. Leadership skills. If you have leadership skills, that's a strength. And you can easily prove this by mentioning, for example, that in your previous job you were the leader of a team. Maybe supervising five to ten people, people were reporting to you, you were in charge of organizing something, so if you have leadership skills it's a strength. Then you have typing skills. Typing skills. This is a little thing that some people may not think is very important but if you can type very fast and accurately that's actually something good because a lot of companies need that. So good typing skills. And just like writing skills, that's another strength. Writing skills, there are, companies usually need people who can write reports, they need people who can write something for the media, maybe write articles for, the, 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 for the newspapers, write something that can be published on the website, sometimes they need somebody to write a blog. To explain what is going on in the company and your products. So if you have good writing skills, that's a plus, that's a strength. That's something that makes your interviewer see value in you. Then you have determination. Determination is, um, it's like what I mentioned before is like being very positive, very persevering, and being very um, optimistic you know you're you are determined you push on you even when there's trouble you make sure that you get what is supposed to be done done. And then we talk about negotiation skills that's a strength especially if you're in a company in a department that is going to deal with sales sales need good negotiation skills because that's what you will be doing you should be able to negotiate good contracts the company. then the last one there is communication skills communication skills uh, are you good um, are you good at public speaking are you good at presentations are you good at um, you know uh, chairing a meeting these are uh, communication skills are you good at writing in such a way that you can convince people, uh, all of this forms your communication skills and that can be considered the strength in many, many companies. So, that is the list of some strengths and I hope with that list, you can find some more that describe you and you can be better prepared for your interview. And before we run out of time, we need to look at a list of weaknesses too. It's important to know, even though we said you will not really go out there and just list weaknesses that will discredit you outrightly, but you need to know them. You may know these weaknesses not because you want to talk about them in an interview, but also because they can, if you know them, you can work on them personally to improve your personality. So, here we go with weaknesses number one disorganized a disorganized person hmm. a disorganized person somebody who doesn't know how to plan things and do them orderly so that's really bad a disorganized person I don't think many companies would like to hear that then we have impatient an impatient person can't wait you want it done now you cannot if I say uh, I'm gonna tell you something then you just cannot wait, you just want me to tell you right now, uh, that's if you're an impatient person, that's a weakness. Then we have insecure, that's number three, insecure. If you're an insecure person, hmm, that's a little bit uh, bad too because it means you don't have confidence in yourself. Number four, self-criticism. like to criticize yourself you like to criticize yourself um this is a weakness but i think some people will look at this as a strength if you can criticize yourself it's a good thing too sometimes this can be seen as a strength number five is multitasking we talked about this word last time multitasking meaning you can do several things at the same time multitasking is listed here as a weakness, but I bet you it is one of those weaknesses that you can present and it will look more like a strength to your boss, so pay attention to that one. Multitasking can be a strength and can be a weakness. Next one, blunt. Blunt. B-L-U-N-T it's like that kind of person you're very uh, straightforward you're straightforward uh, if somebody is if somebody is doing something bad you will tell the person directly that you are doing something bad you are better blood you don't know how to sugarcoat something so that is some kind of person that many people don't like but it's good because it means you are brutally honest, you will say things the way they are. Next, public speaking. Mm, public speaking is listed here as a weakness, but most people consider that as a strength. Shy. Yes, that's a weakness. Too detail-oriented. We have talked about that. It can be used. You can use this weakness as a trick. I'm too detail-oriented. But deep inside you, you know that the person you are talking to, the interviewer, is probably seeing this as a strength. Because in a lot of jobs, they want you to be very, very detail-oriented. Saying no. Okay, this is another weakness. Some people, their weakness is saying no. What does it mean? It means it's very difficult for you to say no to someone's request if you're that kind of person it looks like it's a good thing but it may lead you to do things against the policy of the company so if you're especially if you're in a managerial position if you're some kind of leader and it's very very difficult for you to say no. It means you will end up saying yes to all the demands that people will be making, which is somehow not very good in leadership. Then we have unhealthy work and life balance. Unhealthy work and life balance. There are people who cannot balance their work life and their personal life or their family life. You know. You have family issues that are affecting you at work, and you, or you have work issues that are affecting your family life. It's actually very difficult to balance the two. Delegating. Some people are not good at delegating. To delegate means to ask people to do things because you are not available or because you have too much to do, and then you ask. Someone to do a task that you were actually supposed to do. Some people are not good at that. They want to do everything by themselves. That's bad. Then we have procrastination. That's a weakness. Procrastination is the habit of postponing things, saying that you you will have time to do it. You will have time to do it. You will. Do Micromanaging. Some people don't know how to micromanage something. The details, small parts, the small parts of a big thing. If you cannot manage that, you cannot manage big things. So that's a list of weaknesses. And I think with that, we will come to the end of our show for tonight. And again, Happy New Year to all of you. This is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off. And see you next lunar year. Good night.